0: Welcome to episode four of Hardcore on Tour: Stories from the Van. I am your host Brian W. Fleming, the vocalist and drummer of Rigtime, and as usual, I am in the van currently uh, talking to a old friend of mine, John from Dipped, from Hang Ten, from
1: Cultural Examination. That's old. Yeah, that one too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are on location in Fort Wayne, Indiana, outside of the Glory Hub, which is one of my uh, favorite all-ages DIY venues that we play. I love playing here. I think it's, yeah, it's our third time now. Yeah,
1: it's currently the uh, only, like, full DIY spot that we got besides a um, basement that really hasn't been doing much shows lately.
0: What's the basement called?
1: Um, I forget exactly what it's called, but it's ran by my buddy uh, Greg Gordon mm-hmm. and his, uh, his brother Tate from the band The Wicker Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, I think they had their first show... Um, I think it was back in May. I think it was May 9th. I know because I had booked another show that night, so I couldn't go to it. But they, I haven't really heard anything about it since. I've been meaning to uh, reach out to him to see if we could do some more stuff because I like playing bigger venues, but like my home is like basements. You like, miss Harrison House. I miss Harrison I miss House Harrison so House. <laughs> much. <laughs> like, um, Dick actually wrote a song about that because of all the people that were like talking about it after it was gone there was like oh man I miss the Harrison house and I was just like well, you weren't there for like the last two years what do you mean you miss the Harrison <laughs> house?
0: <laughs> it's still the absolute wettest I have ever been after a show oh, is when we came God. through and we played <laughs> in uh, August 2017 when we were on that tour with uh, Baron and Death Card.
1: Was that the uh, the first one that I uh, booked for you guys there? <sighs> I, was that the one I know that, we played uh, there before.
0: That, that's before the one. That, so. I think
1: that's the one that Kirk booked. It might have been. Yeah,
0: I know. I I didn't book it because that was when we we were with an agent for that 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 oh. period of time. So yeah,
1: I don't. I I, I never dealt with an agent. So.
0: So, but, uh, yeah, I just remember going upstairs afterwards because that room was so tiny and it was just so hot out and I, I was head to toe soaked. Like I jumped in a pool. It was fucking gross. (laughs) (laughs) Like I sweat, but like, I have never been that wet. So I will always think of that when I think of Harrison house.
1: Yeah. Um, dipped, we actually played one of our first shows there was, uh, it was either a first or a second, but I know it was my birthday and like after my set. It, I was just drenched. <laughs> so many good stories, though. Like, I couldn't tell you how many times I've gotten naked during bands. <laughs> like, there was this band called um, Agitate, and they call me Brown Eye because people were crowd surfing <laughs> me in the basement, and I was just naked and in the In Harrison House? You were crowd Harrison's surfing? Event. And yeah. how? <laughs> people just picked me up. I was just like, I, I don't know what it is about that band. It's a style called Mince Corps from, like, up in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I share members with uh, Gurk. or or not girth uh deterioration which is like Mm -hmm. one of like the best like midwest grind bands right now besides Sulfuric cautery um but it was tony and uh, i forget what the other guy's name is i think it's not seth it might be mitch uh the guitar player um but they were just they had like bat bat like waltzy parts and it just made me want to just like crawl around nice and it was just really fucking hot and I was already in my underwear so i was like fuck it <laughs> so but yeah they call me brown eye because of that so
0: speaking of grind like we don't get to play with as many grind bands as i would like like i don't know i mean like you know we're not grind so obviously we're grind. not on grind shows but it, it just seems like it's it's uh it's hard to Find grind bands anymore, unless if like you find that little niche of a scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: I grew up like when I, especially when I was a teenager and stuff. Like I was really into grind. You know, obviously like Pig Destroyer. and yeah, You know. Yeah. That type of stuff, and and go from there. Like Wormrot. Wormrot's one of my like favorite grind bands. Definitely.
1: Wormrot. Enemy Soil too is a real good one. Um, that's the good good thing about Enemy Soil is uh, the dude that was in that went on to create Reeking Cross. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is a very noisy drum and bass, um, I would say more gore grind mm-hmm. and a harsh noise than grind, but Enemy Soil is a real good one for like old school grind. Is there um, still
0: like a grind scene? There is in actually.
1: Town? Yeah, um, Dipped actually just played with this really awesome band from, uh, I think they're from Maryland or New Jersey. They're called Durian. And like
0: The Fruit? Yeah. like the nasty fruit
1: d-u-r-i-a-n <laughs> nice uh, not exactly like grind a little more on the power violence side mm-hmm. but what's the difference nowadays yeah. anyways just maybe more fast slow? and noisy
0: who gives a shit yeah right? i like it
1: <laughs> i mean even back then like power violence really wasn't actually considered a genre yeah it was just different facets of hardcore yeah and, and wh- that's the same with grind that's like, the it thing wasn't is, i feel like it's grind. more like
0: the lyric separation between grind and power violence you know
1: yeah kinda i mean a lot of um a lot of power violence gets super political like i mean man is a bastard which is like one of the bands that coined it they're extremely political Mm -hmm. and anti um establishment anti-corporation anti um animal abuse Mm -hmm. or cruelty um vegans and um they, they
0: fucking nailed it. I love their name. I've always I loved their name
1: for real. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Wood is like my idol when it comes to anything music. Like, um, I've actually become really good friends with him um, over the internet lately. I've been meaning to send him a dip demo, but just haven't got around to it. Mm-hmm. So, but he's he's one of my my biggest inspirations. He's also a really really um, chill dude. I'd like to meet him someday, eventually. Where does really like, he, he live? He lives in uh, California. Hmm. Um, I forget exactly what part. I think either Oakland or more south. I'm not... I don't know too much about the geography of California. I should know. Because, like... Yeah, Oakland's kind
0: of, like, middle-ish, middle coast-ish. I always thought
1: Oakland like, was, like, more north. It's, like... Like, closer to Portland. Uh...
0: It's kind of like I don't know. I think like I want to say it's like ten hours from Portland or something, but oh, wow. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> well, like apparently California is a lot bigger than I thought it was.
0: No, nah. yeah, California is fucking really long. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's just uh, really fucking. You
1: know, long. Livid's out in California right yeah, now with a yeah. road piece. I'm so jealous. Be I've been seeing tour. Jake's photos and stuff yeah. and every time like because i'm friends with like both uh like the world peace dudes and like everyone else is like mm. part of the pv and grind scene on so like every time they post a picture of my of living i'm like they're my boys <laughs> <laughs> it's so
0: fucking cool like they're so I'm, awesome i'm stoked because wisconsin has it's it's like we're we're getting a, a oh yeah group of bands that are getting out there and yeah and stuff too and even in like our hometown a bunch yeah. of our friends just went on tour and um are going on tour and that's weird because uh our town really hasn't had a lot of bands that have toured like we've been doing it for a while yeah um and there was definitely in the past but for a while it was it wasn't really happening Mm -hmm. and now this month alone we've had like five or six bands or something and i mentioned this in a previous episode uh, of here but i'm just super proud to like see my scene you know, yeah. taking off and, and putting lacrosse on, on the map and you know, in um, people's minds and just Wisconsin in general and live it and, and yeah. Coasting. Um, coasting is uh,
1: a really our old base our
0: old bass player. Him. Oh our, our second bass player, Zach. Oh, okay. yeah he's in Coasting is a really awesome pop punk band and they're on tour right now too and
1: I'll um, check them out.
0: So but yeah it's uh speaking of like local kind of stuff, um, we've kinda of talked about this before, but what are what is what is Indiana's what are the main Indiana bands like past um future present so
1: stuff that got something that's really something that got me going into this like I started going to shows back in 2006 and some of the biggest bands back then were in the face of war Mm -hmm. and Saints never surrender and like I've basically like based a lot of like who I am through those bands Like I became really good friends with Tony and at the time, I mean Tony's straight edge um, I didn't know what straight edge was first Mm -hmm. time. I went to a show um, But it's completely changed my life. Like I've been straight edge since I was 16. I'm now almost I'll be 29 in August so I mean that's a huge part of my life and then just the passion and everything from those bands and like how They never even really gave up like I mean in the face of war, they they did it for like ten years. Because
0: mm-hmm. I know they did their final tour in yeah, two thousand ten that show. Yeah, we oh. talked about this before. <laughs> like my old band played their last Wisconsin date, mm-hmm. or I think it was it was up in Wausau. They might have done another, but either way, on that last tour, and mm-hmm. and people really loved them up there. And I can only imagine, you Dude. know, locally here what it was like.
1: I'll admit, I cried the last time I saw them. Like I saw them in uh, this like little, um, it's like a firehouse like it used to be like a fire truck station mm-hmm. and um it was like a little cafe and it was like sold 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 um sold coffee and tea mm-hmm. and like it was like a really cool art space but like i knew it was it may be like the last time i see them because i didn't know they were announcing their final final show down in indie mm-hmm. until a few weeks after that but like during the song like who will be there that song always hit me. Like, every time I saw them, after I knew what the lyrics actually meant, mm-hmm. I would just cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were such a passionate band. Like, I've never, to this day, seen a more passionate band than, say, In the Face of War, Have Heart.
0: You saw Have Heart?
1: Yeah, I saw Have Heart nice. in 2009. Are you going to the reunion show? No. Because oh. <laughs> I can't afford it, and I have a kid and a wife. Yeah. I can't just, like... Go off for a weekend without my wife. You know, that would suck. But at least you saw them. I do. I'm, I'm so Did glad. They play it Hinger? was a. No, they played. I saw them at the Subterranean oh, in, in Chicago. Oh, in Chicago. Nice. And that show was
0: nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like. Every Sub T show they is played nuts. With, They played with.
1: They flamed. They played with Foundation and Cruel Hand. Oh, holy shit. And Foundation opened up that show. As soon as the first note went off, I got kneed straight in the head. <laughs> <laughs> And then after that, it was just stage dives and fucking people jumping from the balcony, cool. nonstop until the show was over. Is- it was nuts. I was just really glad because I, I, I uh, lost my gauges at that show, mm-hmm. but I found them. <laughs> oh, both of them. I was just like, show. this is nuts. This is a great show. <laughs> and then like on the way back from Chicago, it was just it was just fun times. Like the people I was with. Um, the show itself. I still have the shirt like it's the last world tour shirt mm-hmm. um, It's like black and it's got like a stripe line through it and it's got like a little bird over here And it says half-heart world tour 2009. That's cool. It still fits me. It's a medium nice I'll probably turn into a patch once I can't fit it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm really glad I got to see them Um, another band I'd really like to see would be Defeater. And I'm so glad that they're still doing stuff. Dude, I love Defeater so much. Um, uh, like when me and my wife got married, the song that we, we had like a small little intimate wedding, but the song that we came up, like walked up the aisle to and walked out and our first dance and everything was, um, uh, I don't mind. I don't mind. Nice. Yeah. such a good song, dude. Such a good song but yeah uh, bands like that and then like I would say later on I'd probably say Nikai, which Nikai is still going to this day they are and yeah in fact we just played with them last weekend oh shit or like or yeah if, at that Durian show not last weekend the weekend before it it was mm-hmm. a Sunday night and it that show is good um it just sucked because it was a Sunday and we literally could not find a single venue that did it that was all ages um or wasn't a bar like we actually ended up having to go to the to one of the bars in yeah. town. But I'm 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 super glad. Shout out to Pete Dio for helping us out with that. Um, it's kind of shitty how the owner treated you after that show, but um, thanks a lot for helping us out with that. Um, just glad we have someone like you in town that's willing to book grimy, uh, <laughs> n- uh, lesser known bands on a Sunday night.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a, that's one thing too is like. I really hope that people do appreciate promoters or, oh, yeah. you know, talent buyers and stuff who yeah. do book the kind of stuff that we play because oh, yeah. it is it's not always a very little niche. Like, you know, like if you're an acoustic artist, you could play on the street, you could play a coffee house, you could play a bar whatever, you know, yeah, but when you're playing disgustingly heavy, loud music <laughs> and stuff, like there's a lot of people who don't, don't fuck with that because right. they're worried about the crowd or people mm-hmm. moshing or right. it's just they don't like it or it's noisy, you know, which right. is understandable but the the people who do take that effort in that time and yeah and let it happen especially all ages of course um that's they, why they, uh, yeah. they should get a handshake and a pat yeah. on the back for sure every time
1: <laughs> that's why i'm so adamant about um people getting to the hub and coming to the hub because the hub has been going on for i think it's a little over two years now and like we kind of had a scare at one point. We thought we were gonna lose it, but we figured it out. We rent it out as a venue. You can rent it as like a dance hall for like two hundred bucks for oh, I think cool. it's like two or four hours. It it seems like such a versatile room too. Oh, I feel like uh, you could yeah. do
0: a hardcore show, but then it could the next night you could have a wedding. I want to try and do
1: a <laughs> fest here. That'd be cool. Like um, kind of like it. it just like kinda nearly sucks. headless or nearly headless, but like every nearly head headless fest didn't really turn out that well but i think that might also fall on like um, promoting and then like when you put a bunch of local bands on it i don't think a lot of local bands realize when you're a local band you're also part of promoting yeah absolutely
0: like, like, i have uh, that
1: problem I agree with all you. the time with like some of the shows i book like and i tell people like flat out like somebody asked me he was like hey we didn't get paid for this last show and i was just like well um when you have friends come with you that you're letting in for free quotation mm-hmm. marks it's like that's not really supporting you because mm-hmm. if they were there to support you they would pay to get in the show yeah. so you can keep on doing this
0: and this may be this this might get under people's skin uh, <laughs> yeah. but i'm gonna say it i don't think local bands should get paid and i don't take any money from any local shows that we pay
1: right like um, and i don't even
0: when even when we're on or sorry play i said pay but uh even when we're on tour and mm-hmm. we come through home, we don't take money from our local venue. Like we mm-hmm. we volunteer at that venue already. Right. Yeah. But still, like I'm at home and I feel like it's my job um, as a courtesy to the other touring bands to bring people in. Yep. And it And then when I go to their town, I I hope the favors return. Type right. Of yeah. Thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. You know. Maybe maybe under certain other certain circumstances, yeah, you can get paid something, but. Overall, for the most part, I I think that that local bands should just help get the touring bands taken care of, Mm -hmm. and then those touring bands should return the favor, like I said, but...
1: See, for me, it's to an extent, like, I usually give, um, it also depends on, like, how local the band is. Like, I, if if I'm booking, it, like, uh, there's not a lot of shows that I book that I don't play, which is kind of a bad idea sometimes, but, like, I don't mind not getting paid, but, like, if it's like a new band and I'm trying to get them to come and play more local shows, I'll at least throw them gas money. But like, mm-hmm. there's those people that just won't give them anything. Yeah. And like I mean, even if they're up from like an hour away, yeah. I'd still consider that local. But you're yeah, still like, spending money on if gas. If you're
0: in town, like if you're in a 10 mile radius, oh, yeah. you don't yeah, really need any money. Right. But yeah, if you're driving from. You know half hour hour and, away even even you know and that's the thing 10, with 20 Fort bucks Wayne, is, is like, a nice gesture of course we have
1: like maybe like i'd say close to like barely two handfuls of heavy bands right now at any given time mm-hmm. and a lot of them like the green leaves and the uh green leaves is from here uh yes, uh, Damon. That. Damon's uh, band is playing tonight. His, the, his other his oh. other band. He's in Mortis Imperium. I haven't uh, seen
0: them yet, but everybody always tells me
1: like they're, they're so they're awesome. They're so, so, so good. Like the Green Leaves are so good. Like I would say, they're a little more on the modern side. I like Damon's drumming because it's not super like typical deathcore. Mm-hmm. He actually adds in a lot of like time signature changes, mm-hmm. and it kind of adds. A little more ambience to and not ambience, but like a little more creativity and everything to the sets. So I kinda like that. But Michael, the vocalist, is top notch. Cool. And um I forget what the guitar players and the bass player's name are. But they're just a really hard working band and they're making names for themselves. Like uh-huh. Every time I try to book them, like, yeah, man, we're going to be out of town that night. I'm like, that's awesome. Good for you, man. (laughs) Next time you're in town, let me know. (laughs) That's cool. And, you know, I feel like... The same with Lot Lizards. Like, Mm -hmm. Joey and um, Adam are, like, two of, like, the hardest working musicians that I know. And those dudes grind. Like, And they added Sam on bass, and they're doing so well. Like, Mm -hmm. they're playing Kokomo tonight, and then two shows tomorrow in Goshen.
0: Yeah. Joey asked me the other day, he's like, why aren't we touring together yet? I'm like, we, we tried in February, and it didn't work, because, like, our schedules kind of, they're you know, at each other. But uh, at some point, yeah, like, we, yeah. we will definitely do it. It's just, yeah, because we're always busy and doing something, or right. else they're busy and doing something. I'm you know.
1: trying to do at least, like, a small little weekend, like maybe a Thursday through a Sunday mm-hmm. with Dipped, because I can work it out with um, with Ant-Man. And then um, I... I feel bad, though, because, like, I'd want to take my wife, but we'd have to figure out someone to watch our kid for, like, an entire weekend, and I don't know if she's ready for that yet, so, but it might just be me and, me and, uh, Anthony, um, doing stuff, and Anthony was, um, in another band with our buddy Joey Kaufman called Mm -hmm. Empty. Yeah, dude, Empty was awesome. like, a death worship band. Yeah. So good. And Ant-Man, he's, like, he hit me up, we went to a show together, and... I was like, hey, man, like, you know, he hit me up. He's like, hey, dude, you know, I drum, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> and like literally a week after that, we had our first practice and we, we did like a, a fucking like, oh God, how long is that jam session? Like almost a 10 minute jam session. And it's it's up on uh, uh, the dips band camp right now with like it's a, a tape available through us and um it's got harsh noise on the other side and the harsh noise was um one night i was just particularly dealing with some really bad um uh what was it Uh, it's where you're a dad (laughs) and you get like depressed it's like post post postnatal depression
0: um. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: And uh, it was just, like, my way of coping, so it's, like, ten minutes of just harsh noise.
0: So just straight from your just heart. Just straight right? from that's, my heart. That's cool. And
1: just trying to cope with those kind of things.
0: I like how versatile of, or the, or just like a musician that you are as well, because, like, I know you used to just do vocals. Yeah. And then you started playing bass and doing vocals. Yeah. And dip kind of, like, you know, kind of goes between sludge, you know, power violence, grind, hardcore stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, like tonight, you're doing the noise set. Yeah, and yeah. you're just able to <laughs> jump around to it's whatever so nice. you need to do. And, and it's then, fucking like, cool.
1: And then, um, while I didn't have a drummer, I had the drum track. So
0: yeah, yeah, I just
1: did that with like harsh noise in between the songs. You're like, and I'm gonna
0: play a, a fucking show no matter what. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll do it by myself.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I for me, I don't. I don't drink. I don't know. Do, I don't do drugs. I don't really do anything. Um, that most people would use to cope. So for coping for me with like having a shitty week, or even just like um, dealing with, I've I've had a lot of anxiety this year um, because I didn't realize how much having a kid was gonna change my life. Um, I don't have the free time to do what I want anymore um, because I I want to take care of her mm-hmm. and I want to take care of my wife. So every chance that I get. I want to play a show. Mm-hmm. Like it's even to the point now. Like if I'm on a show and it's like heavy bands and they're friends of mine, I'm like, why didn't I get asked to play this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Every time I come, I want to play with you. So
1: <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> so,
0: but it's, you know, it's it's cool though because I remember when we were here. I think the last was the last time we were here. Nearly had to this fest or were we were here one. Uh, no, it was a time before or that. January, you were, think, right? Yeah,
1: it was January 14th. Um, yeah, yeah, we were here too, You were here uh, with Livid, I think. Was it Livid? No, I don't think... No, we, no, no, we no, we no that was Livid. a different show. We were
0: here when Livid, or Livid was here somewhere around the
1: same yeah, time. Yeah, it was the week before that. <laughs> yeah. but Because uh, I got those two mixed up. <laughs> I was like, oh, Livid and fucking rig time, <laughs> hell yes!
0: <laughs> we haven't done a show with Livid in... Dude, fuck, they came through, year. it was
1: Livid and Mutilator.
0: But it's like, oh, that's fun Yeah, I love Mutal Atrium.
1: Dip played that too, of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like every, it's the same thing as like uh, we we were supposed to do a little bit longer of a run with Live at Once or at least a three day thing, and then mm-hmm. and then it turned into two days, and uh, and then now like they're busy all the time, we're busy all the time too, and and uh, I would like to see them again for sure because it's it's been a while, so I think we're gonna yeah. I'm gonna have to hit Yo Jacob if you're listening, hit me up, <laughs> to figure something out, but uh no, but I remember like one of the last times we came here too. I think the I want to say. the baby was just born yeah it was yep and you still made it out mossed your ass off and you know went home and we were a dad and everything and stuff but that's cool because you're you obviously have such a desire to be a good father and a good husband yeah but you also still want to be a good member of your scene and you're seem to be finding a way to balance all of it and that takes a lot of heart and a lot of patience and a lot of commitment and it's pretty respect you for that
1: yeah yeah like I would say it's been really hard to promote. That's why I've been asking more of the local bands to help with promotion. Um, and then what we're doing with Chris and like a bunch of other like promoters in town, we have this thing called Project Two Six O, where it, we pretty much just like help each other book any kind of show. Like he does EDM shows through here. Um, we do a lot of like hip hop stuff um i'm trying to work it out like this show i was gonna work with a um a young a young like rapper i forget what his name is but he's like 17 Mm because i'm trying to get more like youth to come through yeah and we were gonna do like rap battles in between sets Dude, that's cool and i think like one of the i'm gonna try and do that later on this summer for um some other shows that might be coming up
0: well, see, having a daughter, in a couple of years, you can just start putting flyers in her backpack and have her toss them out at school. <laughs> That's how you get the all-ages scene. To, well, to,
1: to, I'm kind of hoping that my, uh, Casey's niece comes tonight, because mm-hmm. she's, seven, no, six, 16, and she's just, like, just now, like, getting out. Like, mm-hmm. when I first started going to shows, it was, like, after I got my own car, I was like, shit, I can do what I want now. So, I mean, I would go to shows out of town all the time, and I'm, she's, like, maybe 30 minutes from here and I really hope she comes out (laughs) so and I've just been really trying to reach out to like younger kids but you know I'm 29, like almost 29. I can't be that dude hanging outside of yeah. high school. Just so, sitting
0: outside school. Hey man, you should come to this hardcore show. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you like punk rock? You want to come, come check out my band? Just I, come in my van listen to
1: this clip. I did that at the mall the other day, and I got the weirdest look. I was like, hey, do you guys like hardcore? They're just like, this guy is weird. I was like, hey, here's a flyer. They're like, is that dude talking about porn? What's up? Get away from it. No, they looked at it, and they're just like, okay, and then, like, threw it away. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> at least just, you tried. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I've been trying to, like, I, I feel really bad because I lacked on, like, physical flyers for this show. Because I, la- I like having physical it's, flyers, a lot of, man. a
0: lot of, a lot of posting online and stuff, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we've been trying to utilize the um, uh, Facebook ads. Like, you mm-hmm. can... Choose like how much money goes towards it. You could have the ad run for like say five days for like ten bucks, mm-hmm. and it'll push it out to like you can choose like a demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, like Chris for this show, I think he pushed it out to like people are, like in his metal demographic. Be nice. So and then I just I didn't have money and just didn't have time to do that kind of stuff. This show. So,
0: Are you dying from the heat right now?
1: No, nah, man. It's okay. not that bad. <laughs> So, nah, I'm just yeah, the sun
0: is, is glaring on us, and it's extremely fucking hot in here. But
1: Yeah, and I'm wearing pants, <laughs> black pants.
0: Well, you <laughs> fucking take them off, brown eye. Let's go. Uh,
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't done that in years. <laughs> I did do, in Hang 10, I did do a f- part of our set naked once.
0: <laughs> Which part was naked? <laughs> the top half and the lower half the top no. half is common All That's it. Like so, like,
1: shit. i started out in shorts with my with my vest and no shirt and i took my vest off and i was down in shorts so i took the shorts off and then i got down to the boxers and of course when you're in a basement people are like pulling on you because you're like up there with other people yeah and i are like get naked get naked and i'm like all right, whatever, I'll just do it for, like, the last three songs. So, <laughs> down they went, and I was naked for part of a Hang 10 set.
0: I didn't know you were such a nudist. It's very, it's very <laughs> do, freeing to know. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: it's great. <laughs> I mean, I work in the, um... And there's actually a lot of science behind it. Like, when you walk barefoot outside, mm-hmm. you're actually grounding yourself.
0: Oh, I... Like, Sun Eater stuff? Yeah. Do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've done...
1: Like that, but, like, I work in the, um... Uh, The architectural engineering field of uh, cell phone towers Mm -hmm. and everything that goes up needs to have some kind of grounding to go back down. Mm -hmm. So I've been learning a lot about that, but it's there's also a lot of science about it for humans Mm -hmm. need to be grounded every now and then. So. I hate this. This is your chance. Yeah. Get naked if you're outside. Yeah. Lay down and roll on the grass and (laughs) ground yourself. And if your neighbor's bitch, hey, it's. Just tell them it's science. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just tell tell them to
1: join. (laughs) Be like, yo, there's plenty of room on the lawn. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hop in. (laughs) All right. Well, once again, this is John from Dipped. We are going to go inside. It's time to load in.
1: Yeah. And uh,
0: make sure you check out Dip D exclamation point, point P T
1: in a Bandcamp D I I P T two six O at bandcamp.com.
0: Do it. So this has been episode four of hardcore on tour stories from the van. If you like it, uh, let me know if you want to hear a certain interview, if you want to be on this, whatever, just, interact tell me what's up and look forward to episode five coming soon thank you john support all ages shows all Book ages more are
1: diy shows more basement shows
0: yeah what he said <laughs>
1: <laughs>